Has it ever occurred to you just how incredible grapes are? Now think about it. That little box of raisins your mother packed in your lunch bag was the only fruit that qualified as a dessert. And consider this. When we hear juicy gossip, we say we heard it through the grapevine. We didn't hear it through the apple tree or the berry bush. Grapes are so darn special that the grocery store expects us to snitch a few to ensure quality control. Try doing that with a banana or a pineapple. Admit it, every encounter you've ever had with grapes has been positive. That's why we created Grape Encounters, a place for adults to hang out and focus on the paramount achievement of grapedom. Delicious, irresistible wine. Wine brings people together. It starts conversations. It makes us happy. In fact, wherever there are grapes, there's gorgeous scenery, very cool people, and plenty of laughter. All that being said, let's bring out your guide for this journey. The Wizard of Wine, the Gangster of Grape, David Wilson. And it is time for your weekly grape encounter. And I got to tell you a little story about serendipity. Sometimes I have these serendipitous moments. And I got to tell you about one that happened about a week ago. And it's really super exciting. I'm laying in bed and I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't get back to sleep. So I just start thumbing through social media and I come upon a video of a guy who is one of my heroes because he wrote one of the most fantastic songs in all of history. And I think he's amazing. And so I play this video of him and some friends and his beautiful wife out at some little festival thing in Northern California. And I'm watching this and I'm having such a good time at three o'clock in the morning. Then I start looking for some of his other videos. Okay, now flash forward about a week. And I'm up in Northern California and I'm visiting Michael O'Shea, who is one of my true mentors. Uh, he's also a co-owner of the group of stations in Sonoma County, one of which carries Grape Encounters on Saturdays. And I'm talking to Michael and he says to me, I can't get together with you on such and such a day because I got to deliver some concert tickets to Norman. Instinctively, I say to him, Norman who? And he says, Norman Greenbaum. And I literally felt chills shoot through my body because that's the guy I was just talking about. I love Norman Greenbaum. He, of course, is the man who wrote and sang Spirit in the Sky, which is, I hate to use the term one-hit wonder, but definitely the number one one-hit wonder of all times. And I can't believe it, but I'm sitting in his dining room right now. Norman, <laughs> you have no idea how happy I am to be here. I'm not a starstruck guy. Well, welcome to my room. <laughs> This is your world, man. It's nice to have you here. Just to kind of tell the rest of the story. So Michael says, would you like to go with me to deliver these tickets? It was a big concert that went on this last weekend. And he just said, come along. And I felt like really like I shouldn't do that, but I did it anyway. And then I don't know how long we were here, but like for three hours, right? That was so much fun. It was. And I got to tell everybody the thing that happened that was kind of the best part of it is that you had a song that was your second biggest hit called Canned Ham. And it was a very 
very campy, funny song that, as a kid, I used to sing it over and over again. When you're going to buy me a canned ham. <laughs> yeah. And I would sing it, and my parents would go, would you stop with the canned ham thing? Enough of that. So you go out into another room, you walk in with a canned ham. <laughs> Just like, we did, yes. I am now going to lug a canned ham all over the world. This is going to be the best traveled canned ham of all time, because I've got a number of countries i got to get to before I get back to Italy. But we are in Sonoma County, and you've been here a long time, and I got listeners already, tens of thousands of them that are saying to themselves, David, what's this got to do with wine, right? But you've been immersed in wine country forever, right? How long? I've been here 50 years. 50 years? Yeah. But originally from? I was originally from Boston area. And I went to Hollywood to start a band. I wanted to live on the West Coast. And I was signed to a producer who was doing work in San Francisco. He happened to be in Los Angeles and heard me play at Troubadour and liked me very much. And he said he would like to sign me because he thought I wrote great songs. So I came north and stayed with him for a while in Marin County. And then it was time for me to find my own place and went north a little bit and discovered Petaluma and Sonoma County and been here ever since. You have seen wine country here go from nothing to something really huge, something really amazing. Absolutely. Back then, there weren't very many wineries. Yeah, just a handful. It was just a handful of old families that have been doing it for years. And little by little, and then great by great, but I don't know, it's four or 500 wineries now. So one of the reasons that I was so motivated to get you on the show is because, as I hope most listeners know, well, it doesn't matter if you don't, but I owned for close to 10 years a wine bar. And that wine bar always had music on. And I always kind of preferred classic rock and older songs and that sort of thing. Spirit in the Sky came on a lot. I mean, a lot. And there's these words, this phrase that people use every time that song comes on. Every stinking time people yell, turn it up. And then they yeah. sing along with it. And we're talking, what, 50 years later, right? Yeah, it's amazing because a lot of people who write to me tell me that same thing. Uh, when they hear it, they got to turn it up. you got to turn it up. They just got to turn it up. And some people have said they were in their car and driving along came on the radio. They've had to get off the road and park and stop and scream along with it, turn it up and sing along. So the reason that I think there's this, well, I'll tell you what the connection, there's a great connection between Spirit in the Sky and wine. Wine is celebratory. We celebrate with wine. We toast with wine. Wine is always associated with happy things. And I think that Spirit in the Sky feels like the same spirit that is in wine. This is now my first favorite spirit, Spirit in the Sky. I just feel this connection, but we're going to go really deep today. We're not going to just talk about your career. We're going to pair wine. I went out and bought wine. I know. There's a certain feeling with the songs that we're going to talk about that I think each one of them has its own personality. So I found wines that I think are pretty close to the personalities of the song. Okay. Going to be interesting to see if, if you agree with that. Sure will, yeah. Yeah. Could you 
have ever imagined being where we are today. Me sitting here talking to you about a song that was on the air 50 years ago that is probably as popular today, given how many ways it's used, as it was then. No clue at the time. I was so happy that it got on the radio, of course, and even happier when it got on the charts and we were asked to go tour, and right in the middle of everything, it became number one. So we were flying high mentally on that. But who would have thought 50 years from then, it's still going strong in a whole different way than just being on the radio or on the charts. It's on the charts, but in a different atmosphere. What what does that feel like? Undoubtedly, you walk into a grocery store or someplace and you hear your baby on the speakers decades later. What does that feel like? Well, <laughs> always makes me laugh. You know, we've been into named stores and they're playing music and there it is. It comes on. And go, oh, my God. Are there times when the song comes on and you're standing next to somebody, maybe a complete stranger? Do you have the urge to say, that's me? I've done that. You have? I've done that. Of course, they don't believe it. Okay. (laughs) No. Yeah, no. No way. Oh, then they're believing it, but they're still saying, no way. You're him? No way. What I think must be totally amazing, we'll have to take the break here, but wouldn't it be interesting if we could press a button here on my computer and it could tabulate how many people in the world know your name? It's got to be just like, wow, a huge, huge, huge number. I'm not trying to blow up your ego, but that's a fact. Yeah. Well, you know, some know my name. Most people know the name of the song. Right. Yeah. But so many of the people who've only had one hit, and technically you're not really a one-hit wonder because you have Canned Ham and another song we're going to talk about. But normally those are groups and they go by the group name. You were never the Green Bombers. You've always been Norman Greenbaum, and your name is not exactly an easy name to remember. No, but I was signed as a single artist. Yeah. So that's how that came about. I didn't have a particular band. And it was like at that time, the record companies were signing single artists like Johnny Mitchell and uh, James Taylor. Yeah. So, of course, they had bands, but it was those two people that they were signing as single artists. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we've got a lot of ground to cover. We are sitting in the dining room of Norman and Bonita Greenbaum, and I'm going to tell you something. I've always, always loved Spirit in the Sky. It's always been like pretty much my favorite song, and the idea that the people who are behind it are as beautiful as the song is such a rarity because there are so many you-know-whats in the world who have done beautiful things, but they're not beautiful people. That's what I have to say to you, mister. Well, thanks so much. You brought tears to our eyes. Okay, let's get some hanky back in just a sec. You're listening to Grape Encounters with David Wilson. We offer something for everyone. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to offer free wine. That's what your friends are for. The only thing that Mendocino County winemaker Greg Graziano can't tell you about wine is how many different choices he makes. It's somewhere between dozens and cowabunga. Artisans like Greg don't count, they create. Did Da Vinci or Michelangelo take inventory? Let's just say that Italians like Greg can easily get carried away, especially when it comes to food and wine. Great wine is in Greg's DNA. 
His immigrant grandparents started making Mendocino wines in the early 20s, and despite being the head honcho of the much-beloved Graziano family of wines, Greg is just a humble, lovable guy. When you play in the dirt all day, you can't help but be down to earth. Ask your wine cellar for Graziano Wines, or just visit GrazianoFamilyOfWines.com. They've got five different brands. Why? Well, because Italians tend to have big families. Life is just more fun with a Graziano at your table. At MM Organics, we're surrounded by health nuts. That's because we're obsessed with lowering blood pressure, cholesterol, and the risk of cancer. We want to make weight loss easier and help you strengthen everything from your heart to your teeth, nails, and hair. Full disclosure, those health nuts are actually dry-farmed heirloom certified organic raw walnuts. Rich with essential vitamins and nutrients, they're vastly superior to other nuts. Imagine, walnuts can actually lower stress and boost your brain power. No wonder MM Organics customers are so darn smart. MMOrganics.com is where you'll find our uniquely irresistible raw walnuts, walnut butter, oil and flour, sprouted flavored walnuts, and decadent fair trade chocolate covered walnuts, which pair beautifully with our legendary two horse port style wine. MMOrganics.com eating any other nuts is just plain nuts. And this edition of Grape Encounters is brought to you by Total Wine and More. One of the absolute best ways I'm able to discover the latest and greatest Cabernet, Chardonnay, or artisan spirit is to go exploring at Total Wine and More. A whole lot more. Like the smile of an expert eager to help you find a new favorite. And the confidence of knowing there's something special everywhere you look. Plus, the freedom to discover a mind-blowing selection at totally low prices online at TotalWine.com. Where you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Please drink responsibly. Be 21. You know, you will find if you go to wine countries, not just in America, but around the world, they all kind of have their local folk heroes. And I'm in Santa Rosa, California right now. This is Sonoma wine country. It's sort of the down-home California wine country. It's got two folk heroes, one living, one dead. And it's got other folk heroes. But for our purposes today, one of those folk heroes is Charles Schultz, who, of course, is the creator of Peanuts. And what I love about Peanuts is that it's as relevant and beloved today as it was 20 years ago, 40 years ago. Absolutely. And that voice is the other folk hero. Sitting with me across the table is Norman Greenbaum, who created Spirit in the Sky. This song took on a life of its own. It continues to elevate the spirit of people around the world on a daily basis. It's one of the most powerful songs of all time, period. It just is, Norman. It has. It's quite interesting. And as everyone has gotten older since it came out, they're now going back to it. When we were at the concert the other night, oh, about four people came up to us and said, I want to play that. I want to have that song played at my funeral. I said, oh, sure. Okay, this was the concert at the fairgrounds? Yeah, the big, yeah, the, big country concert. There's like 35,000 people there. How did they know that you were there? I, I mean, I don't mean this to insult you, but your face is not as recognizable as Paul McCartney. It's the hair. It's the hair. 
When we stand next to each other and we're always together and people come up to us and look at us from behind, they go, oh, that's Norman and Benita because we both sort of have the same length grayish hair. Yeah. Okay. Can they tell you apart? Yeah. Yeah. She's she's, she's the one with the mustache. And a a funny thing, we're in stores and one of us is bent over to pick something up, which is usually me, and the clerk is looking at us from behind and basically just sees that we both have long hair and you know innocently says can i help you lady and i get up and turn around and they see the mustache and they go oh my god a big mistake have you always had long hair pretty much so did you ever cut it off just once i've cut it a, a couple of times because you got seriously time. long hair yeah i've cut it a couple of times in my last 50 years has but... anybody ever asked you if you're an almond brother no or, but a, or, or a member of zz top no but they mix me up with willie nelson they mix you up with willie nelson okay yeah it's happened a whole bunch of times hasn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking, you know, going back, you have an interesting name, Norman Greenbaum. Yeah. And then I was wondering, I was trying to think of like, who else has a name kind of like that, that is from days of yore? And I'm thinking Gordon Lightfoot. So maybe mm. I could see people getting the names confused because it's an unusual name. Well, there was, then there is uh, Al Yankovich. Well, that's <laughs> not you. Although you have <laughs> campy songs that, yeah. have you met Weird Al? We have met him, yes. He does this, I'm trying to think of what song it is of George Harrison's and he loves George Harrison. I'm going to play it for you when we get off the air. And he does this George Harrison song. He does it totally serious. You know, joking around. And it's really wonderful. He's a very good performer. He doesn't always do silly stuff. He's terrific. We like him very much. Okay, so we're going to do something in a few minutes. It's going to be way super fun. My friend Christopher Sawyer, the sommelier to the stars, who also is uh, something of a legend here in Sonoma County, he and I do this thing every year where we pair wines with the nominees for Academy Awards. Right. And it's something I was talking about recently, that there is a connection between what we love and what we drink. And I don't think people really understand how powerful that connection is. Like, for instance, and I may have told you this, but we were talking about it on the air, I don't know, about three or four weeks ago, that there have been these amazing studies where they play music in a minor key, and drink heavy red wines, and the wine is perceived to be at least, not as much as, at least 60% better when you play that music. We're talking about, like, say, a Syrah or Petite Syrah, Cabernet Sauvignon, something like that, and we're talking about, you know, the doors. Anything with a Hammond B3 organ, right? Okay. You used a Hammond B3, did you not? I've had it on on some recordings. What about Spirit? No. Okay. But if we could remember what those recordings were, then we'd probably pair something big and heavy red with it. Well, we've played live and and had that. Yeah. Uh, Things, you know, live shows after. You don't have one in your garage that I could have. A B3? Yes. We have a vitamin B3. (laughs) No. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm thinking. All right, I want to change the subject here for a second. Spirit of the Sky. Sure. A lot of people read a lot into it, the song. 
They okay. do. They do. I have always believed, just tell me if I'm right or wrong. I've always believed that it was spiritual in a more general sense, that it speaks as much to a Buddhist as a Christian, any kind of faith. It's really just talking about aspiring to go to a better place. In the larger sense, just be happy, right? Absolutely. And that's why I call it spirit in the sky. As, as opposed, opposed to, to not putting some, somebody, Jesus in there or, or anybody or something anybody else. else. Yeah. yeah. But you referenced Jesus. It, I did. I, but I, as a friend, I felt right? I need, yes, and I, and I said that specifically because that was the way I thought people would relate to it more in the lyrics. But basically, I always felt that it was the spirit in the sky that was even more important, that we all are going to go there, and we all were going to go there, no matter what. No matter who you are, where you're from, what culture, everybody's going go to go We're all going spirit. to the spirit in the sky. Yeah. Now We're you... taking different transport. Yes. So we go by different vehicles. Yes. One way or another. T- talk to me about the influence of old westerns on this song. Well, I'm old enough to remember that when television was happening and black and white, there were quite a few westerns on. And quite often, the bad man was shot. He was going to die. But he would tell someone, I want to be buried with my shoes on. Okay. And I took that as he wanted to go to the spirit in the sky. Because when you're laying in the casket, your boots are pointing it up, right? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's so incredibly cool. This song has some very cool stuff going on. What do you call the fuzz guitar? Is that what it's called? It's called the Fuzzbox Guitar, and it's been uh, characterized as being the heaviest duty uh, fuzzbo- commercial fuzzbox ever. Yeah. And, and people have written and told me they can name that song on one note. Yeah. And, and not to brag, but it's one of the top five I- intros of rock and roll over the years. It's really absorbed. Something's going to be happening when you hear those first few notes. And then it's almost like you're being transported to where the song is taking you. And people become mesmerized by it, I believe. Yeah, I, just, I still do. I mean, I we get chills still. When you make your mind open, you start to get this chill. Okay, well, we're going to come back, and I've, I'm pairing wines with three of your songs, Spirit in the Sky, Canned Ham, and then the unforgettable <laughs> Eggplant That Ate Chicago. Oh, I'm waiting for that one. Got the wine? Oh, got, yeah. got the wine sitting here, so we're going to try yeah. them, and I'm going to tell you why they work, okay? Terrific. Sitting with Norman and Bonita Greenbaum in their home, Sonoma County. Beautiful day. We'll be back in just a second. Smoke from increasing wildfires is tainting wine grapes, and vineyard executives are looking for new ways to adapt. Pure Fresh Wines O3 technology helps vineyards overcome the problems caused by wildfire smoke by treating grapes pre-crush to improve fermentation and overall wine quality, as well as removing smoke taint. For the typical winery, saving a full harvest of grapes with Pure Fresh Wine costs only 10 cents per bottle. O3 technology has been approved by the FDA and USDA. It leaves no residue and uses no chemicals. It provides many benefits to wineries, including the removal of sulfur, pesticides, and fungicides pre-crush, the reduction of bad bacteria and mold issues, an improvement in roundness and fruit-forward palate notes, and so much more. Most importantly, it safely and naturally breaks down smoke taint molecules to save grapes from damage. Rescue your harvest from smoke taint. Visit purefreshwine.com today. 
This edition of Grape Encounters is brought to you by Total Wine and More. When you discover a new favorite bottle of Chardonnay, sparkling wine, or craft spirit at Total Wine and More, you'll discover a whole lot more. Like the confidence of knowing you just found something really special. So explore the wondrous selection at TotalWine.com, where you'll find what you love and love what you find. Please drink responsibly. Be 21. So I woke up this morning and I kind of shook the fairy dust from my head and I realized that uh, today I was going to the place that's the best. At least it's it's my new favorite place to go, which is the home of Norman and Bonita Greenbaum. Norman Greenbaum, the author, singer of the most legendary, what we call one hit wonder, but one of the most legendary songs, period, in American pop and rock music, Spirit in the Sky, which I think everybody's probably got a story to tell about that song. You know, I grew up with it and I play it a lot accidentally because you can just put on any of my Pandora stations and it's going to pop up there. Norman, I I bet you get all kinds of amazing stories from people about their experiences and love affairs that started or... Oh, everything. Yeah. yeah. And it does pop up Yeah, when you don't know why it keeps happening. Even for us, we get in the car and we're not thinking about anything. It pops up. Oh, my God. Before I got into radio, I produced uh, commercials. Right. And I was in the Los Angeles area, and I produced some pretty iconic jingles that everybody knew. That That's a fun feeling when you hear your work. It is. I do have an interesting story. We went to see Kenny Loggins uh, perform locally. Wonderful, yeah. A terrific artist. Very nice person. And, you know, we asked if, you know, we could go up and say hello, and we did. I said, hi, Norman Greenbaum. And he looked at me and he said, oh my goodness, we're driving here to the show. We had the radio going, and there you were. And I said to myself... Oh, man, I just really love this song all these years. wonder where he is these days. And you walked And here in, you and are. You, and you walked He goes, in. God, this is so good. <laughs> so I was asking you in the last segment about, you know, what was the powerful part of the song? Is it the message and the lyric, or is it the music itself? I love the music just, you know, when that fuzz box guitar comes on at the beginning, it's just... You can't even imitate that. And I love that. But I was playing this weekend with the thought of, well, what if we just put some other happy lyric in there instead of the spiritual message? Would it work as well? So I wrote a new lyric. Oh, okay. Well, Wait to hear it. You bet. All right. Okay. So, so my my grandmother, my mother, and my aunts, two of them were all great cooks. You know, and you know how we just like, sort of like crave some of the foods that our family made, right? I'm laughing already. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote this lyric. So it goes like this: Gonna go to grandma's for a slice of cherry pie. I'm gonna love it till the day I die. Just before I die, and you lay me to rest. I want grandma's cherry pie it's the best anyway something like that how about that I people, like, would, people I, would go nuts wouldn't i they? liked it i i think you need to put the word taste in there somehow okay i had it worked out and i guess who would have known i'd be singing
singing alternative lyrics to you. <laughs> That's why. Okay. So, it's a good thing we're friends. <laughs> so I, I did a little research about sing-along songs. That oh, are okay. Popular sing-along songs. Sure. Some of these are, are my choices, but most of these appear on most popular sing-along song lists of which Spirit in the Sky is pretty much always there. Sure. So I'm going to read these off to you guys really quick, but I just want you to give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Okay. You bet. Okay. All right. So first one, these are in no particular order. Oh, okay. okay. Sure. Bohemian Rhapsody, Queen. Definitely sing along. Definitely sing along. Here's one. Ready for this? Sweet Caroline. Oh, you bet. You kneel down. At baseball games. Neil Diamond. Okay. Here's a great one. Love Shack. Love Shack. Mm. You don't know the song. Well, no, I do know the song, but I wouldn't have put it on that list. Okay. All right. Ready for this one? Hotel California. Definitely. Okay. Who Let the Dogs Out? It's That's a weird song, good. okay, yes. but I think it belongs on the list. How about this one? I'm Take just going to say this one very gently. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's going to relate to what I just did, American Pie. Very much so. I think it's it's probably one of the top three, honestly. Now, Queen has another one, We Are the Champions. That one, for yeah. sure. Okay. Uh. Uh, here's one from Elton, Benny and the Jets. Could be. Okay. You're not as high yeah. on that one. Oh, yes, that part. Okay. Yeah. Now, definitely from your same era. Yes. Barbara Ann. Ba, 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 uh, Barbara Ann. Ba, ba. And everybody wants to go, oh, Barbara Ann, please take my hand. I'll shut up if you'll answer. <laughs> Barbara Ann. I have to pinch myself to get up that high right. in the notes. Okay, ready? Here's one. Here's one is a little uh, sort of different genre, but I, I'm going to throw it at you. New York, New York. Oh, well, that's... Start spreading manure. Oh, yes. We're farming today. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so is that a yes? That's... Oh. No? No, I like Sweet Caroline. That's... That's okay, I got definitely. a few more. I got to get them out here, okay? Dancing Queen, ABBA. That appears on a lot of lists. Okay. Yes? Okay. Proud Mary, Creedence Clearwater. Or Tina Turner, yeah. No? Yeah. Oh. Proud yes. Mary keeps on burning. Oh, rolling, yeah. Rolling e on the river. No, bum, most bum, of these songs bum, are easy to sing bum, along bum, with bum. because the words stay in your okay. mind. Okay, here's a, here's one that I personally love. Okay. okay. Sure. One of my faves. I shouldn't try to prejudice this, okay? Money, no, money. Right. Tommy James and the Shondells. Money, money. Yeah. I love Tommy James and the Shondells, yeah. period. Yeah. Oh, Fantastic. Sure. So that's a yes, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, here's something from the Righteous Brothers. Oh. You've no. lost that love and feel. I'm singing to you. I can't believe I'm singing the Norman yeah. Greenbaum. I'm, you know, I'm going to sign you into my new record company. Okay. What do you think about that one? You never close your eyes anymore when you kiss my lips. Hey, that was good. Singing right. along is terrific. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Here's one. I know already that you're tired of this song, but yeah. you got to give it credit because there's almost never been a home run like this one. And that's Hallelujah, the song from Leonard Cohen. Yes. Every I, I didn't know that people sang along to that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I got four that. more. I got four more. Okay? okay. Four more. These are the happy songs that we sing along with. And yes, it doesn't really have that much to do with wine, but it does because these are the songs, many of which I fished off the list of songs most popular in a wine bar that people want to sing along with. Red, that's why red we're Red wine. Oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ready for this one? And here's to you, uh, Mrs. Robinson. Huh? That's a sing along. Okay, here comes another Tina Turner one. You want to uh, guess, Bonita? 
No, she did. No, too late. Too no, late. No. no. We no. are family. No, that's not oh, Tina Turner. That's, that's, not sis- that's no. Sister Sledge. I'm sorry. I, I got that. Okay. Yeah. But how about that one? We are family. Sure. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Here comes one. I will survive. Gloria Gaynor. Women love to sing to that one, right? Yeah, I think you're talking more like karaoke. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when people are in a, a, yeah, a place. In and, a group. And they feel good. Sing. Well, with, that, with a glass that, of that, wine yeah, that, in their hand with their friends. Yeah, these are songs that you sing in a bar in a karaoke. Now I noticed that you didn't have any Beatles songs. Can you comment on oh, that? Oh, he's not done. I can comment on it because the last two that are on my list, and if you don't believe me, you can look at my list, are Beatles songs. Right. Actually, it's not the last we two. All live okay, are you in a are, are you, Okay, are you, yes, that's one of them. That's a big time. Look at, look at, it's right here. You want to just the, check me out? It's right big, here. That's big time. Okay, so yes, Yellow Submarine, and then of course the other ultimate sing-along Beatles song hey come on hey Jude hey Jude yes sing-along song and then I uh was saving one final song which frankly is my favorite sing-along song it's my favorite sing-along song okay okay it does not overshadow spirit in the sky okay but in terms of people in the wine bar singing together it's garth brooks any guesses here you know this one oh all my friends live in low places i got i got friends in low places don't you love that song oh sure that's fantastic so you you and Garth Brooks ought to perform together because he's got friends in low places and you got friends I got in high, friends, pl- oh, high wow. places. Huh? What a thought. Oh, yeah. Let's work on that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll give Garth a call yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So when we come back on our last segment, we're going to, I have chosen wines to pair with the songs uh, that, well, three songs of yours, okay? Including sure, Spirit sure. of the Sky, yeah. Canned Ham, and The Eggplant That Ate Chicago, right? <laughs> That's right. All right. So we're going to do the unveiling when we return with Norman and Bonita Greenbaum. Well, I have to keep dragging over to the mic. I should have just given you. You didn't want to be on. You did not want to be on. And now now you're not shy at all. I'm shy. She's dragging Norman's microphone over. And you just hear the rumble of the microphone as it drags across the table. (laughs) You are creating an editing nightmare for me. You know that, right? You know that? Okay. All right. We'll be back with the Green Bombs right after this. You're listening to David Wilson on Grape Encounters Radio. At every family gathering, my brother Steve and I each bring several bottles of wines and try to one-up each other. I bring wines from all over. Steve only brings wines from California's Mendocino wine country, where he's lived for decades. And even though there are hundreds of great wineries there he can choose from, he mostly brings wines from the Graziano family of wines. Now you'd think you'd see a lot of duplicates from past gatherings since most producers only make 6 to 12 wines, but Graziano has 5 brands that make literally dozens, upwards of 30 mostly Italian varietals, and all rock stars. Made by the real rock star, Greg Graziano. You can hear my recent interview with Greg at GrapeEncounters.com and you can find Graziano wines all over America or buy them online at GrazianoFamilyOfWines.com. 
I've never confessed how much I love Graziano wines to my brother, and uh, let's keep it that way. If you've been listening to Grave Encounters over the past 16 years now, you know I love to do weird pairings. Because you know what? You can only pair so much wine with cheese and food. It gets boring. So I love to pair wine with movies and art. But my favorite is music. Pairing wine with music. Gosh, what a privilege to be sitting in the dining room of the legendary Norman Greenbaum, author, singer, writer of Spirit in the Sky. One of the most memorable songs of all time. And it's probably more popular today than it was 50 freaking years ago it's It's crazy dude i mean really right yeah personally it's wonderful boy it's like everywhere it shows up on what uh, the academy awards and and the super bowl and you name it movies it's pretty amazing the academy awards (laughs) that that was pretty good because i forgot that they told me it was going to be there and so i'm sitting down and uh i had just turned it on a little bit late and there it was and and i yelled out to benita They're playing my song on the Academy Awards. All right, so we're going to start the first wine. It's a white wine. I would say that it's pretty close to dead on, but I wanted a light, breezy white, okay? Okay, sure. And I definitely wanted a more New Zealand-style Sauvignon Blanc-y kind of wine. This is actually a wine from right here, uh, your area. Yes. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. It's from Trichini. This is a 2020 Russian River Valley. It's got more more of those tropical notes, you know? But this is a happy wine. So I would say Chablis would work really well, but light, breezy white wines, especially New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs, but I couldn't find any around here. I was lucky to find a Central Coast wine. But you can see, really seriously, as you taste this, doesn't it just sort of lift you up? Very nice. Uh, It's very acceptable. Okay, but... I also brought a red wine. The red wine is one that was actually given to me by a winemaking family over the weekend when they heard I was going to be with you. It's the Pastrick family, a very small production, Dry Creek Valley, Sonoma County. This is a Cabernet Sauvignon. And Dry Creek produces some great Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. Anyway, why Cabernet Sauvignon, you ask? I'm asking why. Because Cabernet Sauvignon, is one of the most hardy wines when it comes to aging. Right. It'll hang around for a really long time. It's a Bordeaux. It's It's my favorite. Well, me too. But what's lovely about it is it will sell her. It will last forever. Yes. Made right. Spirit in the sky was made right. Made right. Will do what? Last. Forever. Ever. Okay. So you get it? See how this game works? I do. Okay, moving on next. Canned ham. Canned ham was my favorite song as a kid. When you're going to buy me a canned ham. And I come here and you sign a canned ham for me. And now I'm going to lug it all over the country before I get back to uh, Italy. <laughs> it just happened to that me. That canned ham's going to Albania, <laughs> Estonia. Yeah. I'm going to go through customs. They're going to go, what, what is this? <laughs> canned ham, what is it? Oh, dangerous as green bomb. <laughs> You'll have to keep us informed on it's that. It's a green be, bomb. A, that'd be great. So, you know, Norman, we're, we're going from your most popular to your least popular of the three songs, but now Canned Ham, one of my personal favorites. I right, mean, I got to right. tell you, I love Spirit, but Canned Ham, know, you know, right. it had that connection when I was a little kid. Here's the funny thing is, I don't like Canned Ham. Well, there's no reason for you to. I mean, it's just glorified it's, spam is all it is, right? It's this disgusting thing. You never want to open that can up, but... 
You mean the one you gave me as a souvenir to yeah. him? Yeah. But I've never told you the story. Okay. And I was married to someone else, and we're at the store. And, you know, you're in line to check out, and you can't help yourself. You kind of see what the person in front of you is, is putting up there out, out of the cart. Yeah. And, and this lady took out this five-pound canned ham. Now, I can't say that I had ever bought one of those, barely had ever seen one. And I don't know, just out of the blue, I looked at my wife and I said, when are you going to buy me a canned ham? Oh, no. And really? Said, oh, man. I just, I just, I just. No, really? That's. I just came up with one. Oh, my gosh. That's beautiful. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was worth the yeah. price of admission. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So canned ham. The one thing I always think about canned ham, a lot of times they've got a sweet glaze on them. They'll put cloves in them and that sweetness with the ham is already kind of on the weird side. So sometimes like when it's like that, you want to cancel out some of that sweetness. And the way we're going to cancel it out is with sweetness. Fight fire with fire. So I picked a Moscato d'Asti, or we would say in Italy, Moscato d'Asti. Okay. And it's only six uh, percent alcohol by volume, but uh, this one is made in Italy. It's uh, Soraco, and you can taste it now. And now, imagine. Wait, before you sip it, imagine that you're eating that ham with that glaze on it, and then in your mind, combine this flavor with that flavor, and you've got something yummy. Try oh, it. Okay. Try it. This, try it this out. This is new, and we're right. going to. You know, it's wonderful. Huh? Uh, mm. It's light. It has mm. a flowery taste. It's beautiful. It is. You try that with a canned ham, I guarantee you. Plus, just in, in general, a canned ham, the meat is on the light side. And so we got something light to go with it. That's it. All right. Last one. We got to get through this now. Last one is the eggplant that uh. ate Chicago. <laughs> so this last weekend, I was at a wine festival here in Sonoma County um, at the Luther Burbank Center. Yes. Anyway, I had a wonderful conversation with a guy named Tom Mackey. Okay. And Tom Mackey is kind of the godfather of Merlot. Yes. He's very famous. And he's a lovely man. And sure. we sat down and had a great conversation. And I was, you know, planning on doing this whole thing here. We got the eggplant that ate Chicago, right? Yeah. So I was thinking while I was talking to him, I'm going, oh my gosh, Merlot and the eggplant that ate Chicago. There are multiple reasons why I should choose Merlot. The first one. And the most obvious is that Merlot is often a deep purple, you know, like an eggplant skin. That deep purple right. falls. So eggplant, very, no words. very purpley. <laughs> Looking for something kind of a deep purple. Merlot's got it going on. But here's the other thing about eggplant. Very misunderstood. It's okay. one of the most misunderstood vegetables. So I was thinking Merlot, one of the most misunderstood wines out there. Is it? Right? Okay. Oh, yeah. So the eggplant that ate Chicago. This. Oh, this is terrific. Mr. Greenbaum, Mrs. Greenbaum, I am so delighted to have been invited into your home. And I'm so delighted to share with my listeners all of this crazy stuff that we've talked about today in your wonderful world. I've never seen two happier people. Thank you. I don't know what else to say. I've been a fan for a long, long time. I'm not going to say how long because I don't really want to tell my age. Okay. But I've I've known you for a long time. Well, thanks so much. And thanks so much for being here and providing us with the wine tasting. It's been a, a pleasurable afternoon. All right. Shall we take it out with You've Lost That Love and Feeling? Oh, I don't. I don't know the word. Okay. Know the word. Well, then we might have to take it out with Spirit of 
the sky? Oh, that would be so much easier. One, two, three. Going up to the spirit in the sky. That's where I'm going to go when I die. When I die and they lay me to rest, that's going to go to the place that's the best. Awesome. It's awesome. We'll be back here next week. Are you following Grape Encounters on social media yet? You're not? Well, you should be. It's the best way to hear the latest, juiciest, unfiltered wine stories. It's also the single best way to keep our unpretentious, decidedly different wine conversations going strong. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Grape Encounters. For tons of content on Facebook, you'll want to join our Grape Encounters radio group page. Or if LinkedIn is more your thing, connect with me by typing Grape Encounters Radio or Grape Encounters David in the search bar. Here's the deal. The more you click, the more I'll pour.